0: here, and this will be kind of our starting place for this afternoon's message, and I'm praying the Lord to use it to be an encouragement and to honor and glorify himself. As we heard earlier today, that's what we're here for, is to honor and glorify the Lord and to please him in all that we do. If you would stand, please, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. We're just going to read one verse. Verse number 9, we'll have prayer, and then you can be seated. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse number 9. The Bible says, but as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for this blessed privilege to be in this place today. Lord, thank you for giving us this day, and we do want to be glad and rejoice in it. Thank you for the opportunity to serve you today. And we pray, Lord, as as I stand here to bring the message as the dear people, Lord, sit to listen as members of the church. Lord, may all of us alike bring glory to you. Thank you for the great music and the special message and song reminding us, Lord, that you're always there. Help us today. Help us this afternoon be with this church do a mighty work please in our hearts. We pray in Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. you. May be seated. You know, as you go through life, there's lots of wonderful moments and wonderful events, some more than others. And one of the things I remember growing up as a kid, as a young boy, is we used to have a family reunion time. And how many of you have been to a family reunion before? Aren't they lots of fun most of the time anyway? Uh, sometimes they're not, but um, we used to grow up, and every year, I think it was in May, I believe it was the right month, our family would go to the Wood Springs Baptist Church out from Eupora, Mississippi. Does anybody know where Eupora, Mississippi is? It's up in the Delta area. And we would go there for our family reunion, and it was a great time. We got to see family and friends, and I got to see second, third, and fourth cousins. I didn't know who they were, but they were my second, third, and fourth cousins. We had uncles and aunts that I didn't get to see very much. And, and I remember they had, everybody ate outside. We had, the, they had a church service there on the property, Wood Springs Baptist Church. And we'd all go outside and eat on the picnic tables that were spread out. They were probably, I don't know, 100 feet long of picnic tables. And I want to tell you, it was smothered in food. It was covered up. There was not an empty place on any of the tables. It had a, a, a spring, a natural spring down at the bottom of this steep hill, and the kids would go down there, go down a trail and go down to the spring, drink some of that spring water. Uh, did not have indoor bathrooms, but had the old-fashioned kind, amen, the outdoor bathrooms. And so lots of memories about that place as a kid. I remember um, every time we would go, it was a wonderful time. We got to see people. We got to meet people. We got to see our loved ones that we hadn't seen in a while. Um And, of course, the food was the greatest thing about the whole thing. And, of course, every time I preach a message, food's going to find its way in there somewhere. I promise you. Okay, it does. Fried chicken and mashed potatoes and corn on the cob and biscuits and apple pie and chocolate pie. and and Let's stand for our closing prayer and go eat. Amen. (laughs) But, seriously, we like to eat. All of us do. But it's a great time, a wonderful time. For this afternoon, I want to preach a message entitled this what a day that will be you see just like we used to have family reunion time there's going to come a day when all of us are going to attend the reunion of all reunions that's when we get to heaven It's when we get to glory special moments special days that's going to be the most special and the most wonderful day of our lives the greatest moment of our lives will be the last moment of our lives because that's when we'll see Jesus. Let's pray one more time and then we'll jump right in. Father, help us, please. Thank you for this wonderful promise here in the scripture where I have not seen, neither is ear he heard. Lord, it hasn't even entered into our hearts what you've prepared for us. And Lord, I know this verse is mostly talking about the word of God, but Lord, it does apply to heaven. We have no idea what awaits us. I pray you pull back the curtain just a little bit for the next few minutes and give us a glimpse and help us to see you and help us to see what awaits us on that wonderful, wonderful reunion day, what a day it's going to be. Direct us now, please, by your spirit, we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Many special days, I remember the day when I first met my wife and saw my wife and didn't know she was going to be my wife, but. Didn't take too long to figure out. She was the one. You remember that, fellas? And she was so beautiful and so lovely. She was everything that you needed, everything that you wanted. She was yours. And everything was wonderful. And then you met her mother. (laughs) Um, You heard about the guy that went to his mother-in-law's funeral. He was over there in the corner crying, bawling his eyes out. And his wife walked up to him and said, "Honey, dear, you really did love her, didn't you?" He said, "No, I thought I saw her move.
1: <laughs>
0: and I, and by the way, my mother-in-law's here tonight, but <laughs> in fact, I remember the last words she said to me. "Get that pillow off my face, amen." but no, no, I'm just having a little fun here. But you know, special days when you when you see your wife, when you meet your husband. Ladies, remember when you saw him? Remember how he made you feel, your heart swooned? Maybe he was so handsome. He had biceps like Arnold Schwarzenegger. He had looks like Cary Grant. He was everything you were looking for in a man. Everything was wonderful. But over the years, you've seen that fabulous physique shift from his chest down to his stomach. His looks have left for vacation. They haven't returned. And his hair has now reached the fourth stage of hair growth. You know what the four stages of hair growth are, don't you? Bald, fuzz, is, was. (laughs) But what a wonderful moment it was. Hey, remember when your kids were born? Greatest day in your life, nearly. When your children come into this world. It's hard to believe that something so small and so innocent could change our lives so very much. Thank God for our children. I remember the day I got saved. Remember the day you got saved? You remember where you were? You might not know the date on the calendar, but you know that it happened. You know where you were. For me, it was right here below this plant, I think, because the platform's been extended somewhere over here. Right, maybe right under where I'm standing over here to the left here a little bit, March the 2nd, 1986. I've never, I'll never get over that. I'll remember it all through eternity. Before this afternoon, I want to remind us of a very special day that's going to take place in the future. A day that we've had great moments in our lives and great days, but none of us, not a single one of us, have ever had a day like this. It's going to be Reunion Day in glory. When we get to heaven. I want to mention five or six things very quickly, and I will be quick about it. of The things that we're going to see when we get to heaven, when that reunion day actually is a reality. Uh, You know, the Bible teaches that we're going to see the angels in heaven. Uh, I've never seen an angel, have you? I've seen a few demons, amen, but I had not seen an angel any time lately. Uh, But the Bible says we're going to see the We're going to get to meet the archangel, Michael. We're going to get to meet the archangel, Gabriel. Uh, We're going to get to meet the angels. The Bible says that he gives angels charge over us to keep us in all of our ways and to bear up in our hands unless thou dash thy foot against a stone. That's in Psalm 91. I believe we've got guardian angels. If you've been around this church for a very long time, there's no doubt about it, no question about it. You can take it to the bank. Brother C.R. Williams had a guardian angel every time he got behind the wheel of a car. Amen. Amen. Some of y'all remember those days. Uh, it It was quite the challenge, quite the fun ride if you got in the vehicle with him. Because especially if you sat in the back seat. Now, that was the worst place to sit if you're in the car with Brother Williams because when he would drive, as he's driving down the road, he's carrying on a conversation with you, and he does this the whole time he's driving. He turns around to look at you. And so it was quite the experience uh, to get in the car with him. His, I'm sure we get to heaven, we'll recognize his angels. They'll be the ones all frazzled and worn out. Amen. Uh, but bless God, one day we're going to see the angels. One day we're going to see the cherubims and the seraphims, these winged creatures whose only purpose for existence is is to sing and praise and honor and glorify the Lord God of heaven. One of these days, we're going to see them, the Bible says. They sing, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. I'm looking forward to seeing a cherubim, to seeing a seraphim, amen. Hey, one day I'm going to see my mansion in heaven. Turn over to John chapter 14. We'll look there in just a minute at some familiar verses. But one day we're going to see our mansion in heaven. By the way, did you hear? Oh, I wish preacher was here to hear this. He would want to know about it but the last four LSU coaches were in an accident and they all died and went to heaven when they got to the gate Peter let them in and took them to their mansion I hope you're watching Pritchard on TV right now but uh, or listening at least but uh, they got to heaven went to the gate went in he took them to their mansion and just like it had been promised by the Lord, it was a wonderful place. This massive building, three and four stories high. And they walk into the doors and everything in it was LSU, purple and gold everywhere. I mean, marble floors of the LSU emblem and, and everywhere you look, championship uh, information and all, all the stats. And, and and those guys were just overwhelmed. with how This is where we get to live for all eternity. They couldn't believe it. They were so excited about it. And then they went out toward the back of the property, and it was just a spacious, gigantic, uh, uh, very uh, immaculate lawn with a swimming pool and all kinds of wonderful things back there. And then they noticed, way off in the distance, about a mile or so away, there was this real tall hill. It was huge, a massive hill, hundred feet tall. And they noticed this ginormous mansion, a hundred times the size of the one they had, and it was all red and white. And they thought, oh, please, Peter, come here. Come here, Peter. And all of them said, these LSU coaches, surely that's not Nick Saban in Paul Bryant's mansion in heaven. Oh, no, guys, don't worry about that. That's Jesus' place, amen. But you'll get that in a minute, amen. Uh, But in Revelation chapter number 21, turn over there if you will. I said John 14. Well, let's read John 14. We're here. John 14, let me get there. The Bible says in verse number 1, in my father's house. Or let not your heart be troubled, you believe in God, believe also in me and my Father's house are many mansions. For were not so I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there you may be also. And whither I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? And Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Verse number 2 says, I go to prepare a place for you. These words were penned over 2,000 years ago when Jesus is still preparing the place for you and for I. What a wonderful day it's going to be when we get to heaven. Go to Revelation chapter number 21. Let's look there for a few moments. Revelation chapter number 21. We're going to read some verses here in just a moment. I want us to be reminded very quickly, if we can, that we're going to get to see not only the angels, we're going to get to see not only the cherubims and the seraphims, we're going to get to see not only the mansions in heaven, but we're going to get to see heaven itself and all the glorious sights of it. It gives us a little glimpse here in Revelation 21. The Bible says, and I saw a new heaven, when we're gathered around God in heaven, he makes a new heaven. This is, of course, at the end of the millennial reign of Christ. The rapture's got to take pl- place first, I understand that. Then seven years of tribulation, then the thousand-year reign of Christ, and then this happens here when God makes a new heaven and a new earth. But I want us to think for a moment not only about the things we're going to see in heaven, but I want to talk about the things we're not going to see in heaven. The things that are not anymore in heaven, the no mores. Of heaven. Verse number 4 says, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death. <laughs> Hallelujah. There's no more death in heaven. Uh, today, death is something we dread. Death is something none of us look forward to in our own lives and in our loved ones' lives. None of us in, in, in any shape, form, or fashion look forward to one of our loved ones passing away. We've had some folks here recently pass away. In the last four or five or six years, we've had a lot of people in this church go on to heaven. And none of those days were were, were exciting days. None of those days were days that thrilled us at all. We were all saddened, and we still miss some wonderful, wonderful people that used to be sitting in these pews. But praise God when we get to heaven. (laughs) The Bible says there'll be no more death. Notice what it also says there with it. It says there'll be no more tears. No more crying. It says, No more sorrow. Neither sorrow, nor crying. Neither shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away. So there's no more death. There's no more crying. There's no more sorrow. There's no more suffering. There's no more pain. Thank God for heaven. Amen. Thank God that one of these days, heaven's really going to be a place that you and I are going to get to live for forever and forever and forever. We'll never leave that place. We'll always be with Jesus for all eternity. Folks, thank God for this. Listen, we get so wrapped up. Me too. I've got a job. I work 60 or 70 hours a week at it. I work all the time. I think about my work all the time. But one of these days, I'm leaving all that junk behind. Amen. And I'm going to be with Jesus, walk on streets of gold, swing on the gates of pearl, fish in the river of life, and praise my Savior for all eternity. I can't wait. That doesn't mean I'm ready to go right this minute now. But one of these days, we are going to be there. It's really going to happen. This place will cease to be. This wonderful building, this wonderful property. You know God's going to burn all this stuff up? What are you talking about? I'm talking about the Big Bang Theory. Not the evolutionist kind. They said that happened 15 trillion years ago. I'm talking about the one that happens at the end of a little rain here in Revelation 21 where God burns everything up. There's going to be a big bang, all right, but it's the one God does. Makes everything new. No more death, no more sorrow, no more suffering, no more pain. Revelation 21, if we, keep, we would keep reading in verses 10 through 27, it describes the city in greater detail. And There's a high wall there, a great wall there, it says, in verse number 12. You know, walls in the Old Testament days were used to keep the enemy out, to protect those that lived inside the city. Well, the enemy's going to be kept out of heaven. There'll be no danger in heaven. Now, you can't even go to the, to the mall nowadays without a little bit of fear and a little bit of intrepidation of thinking of wondering what's going to happen maybe when you've got shootings every time you turn around. And that's not happening in Chicago and New York. It's happening in Hattiesburg and in other places too. And you know, I've all seen the, the rash over the last decade or so of folks that are coming to a church service even in open fire and kill people. We live in a dangerous world. All the danger is going to be gotten rid of when we get to heaven. There'll be no danger there. Look in chapter 22. This is a great one, too. There's a million of them here, but let's look at a few more. Revelation 22 and verse number 5. The Bible says, And there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither the light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. No night. Don't you love that wonderful song, No More Night? No more pain. No more crying again. Amen. Revelation 22, verse 5. There's no fear in heaven. There's no insecurity in heaven. There's no unknown in heaven. Revelation 22, verses 1, 2, and 3 said there's no more hunger in heaven. There's no more thirst, and there's no more curse, and there's no more labor, and there's no more defeat. And praise God, there's no more sin in heaven. Jesus paid the penalty of our sin when he died on the cross he delivered us from the power of sin because of his death, burial, and resurrection. And one day, praise God, we're going to be delivered from the presence of sin in heaven. There'll be no more sin. What else? Hey, there's no more police in heaven. No more war. No more weapons. No more first aid kits or band-aids or false prophets or false doctrine. Or Hey, no more politicians in heaven. Amen. No more depression, no more worry, no more fear, no more pride. Hey, there's even no more homosexuality in heaven. There's no more transgenderism in heaven. I'm going to stay here for a minute. There's no more LGBTQQIP2SAA and M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E in heaven. There's no more of that in heaven. By the way, you know what that stuff stands for? Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer or questioning intersex pansexual, two-spirit, androgynous, asexual, non-binary, gender non-conforming, and plus. This world is sick, and it's all because of sin. No more hospitals in heaven, no more medicine, and Brother David, no more cavities in heaven, amen, he just had mouth surgery, no more divorce in heaven, no more car wrecks, no more temptation, no more suicides. No more school shootings. No more hunger. No more thirst. No more bills in heaven. Praise God. No more credit cards. and No more debt collectors. There's no demons in heaven. The devil's not in heaven. Thank God. There's no more denominations in heaven. There's no guilt in heaven. There's no funerals in heaven. There's no apologies in heaven. There's no sad songs in heaven. There's no more drugs. There's no more fights. There's no more drunkenness. There's no more idolatry. There's no more shame. There's no more scars. And there's no more loneliness in heaven. Oh, what a wonderful place it's going to be. We're going to get to see the angels, the cherubims and the seraphims, our mansion, heaven itself. We're going to get to see the saints of God, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, Noah, Joseph, Samuel, David, Solomon, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, Samson, all the way through the word of God. We get to sit down and talk with these guys. Amen. Oh, what a wonderful time it's going to be to personally meet every one of them. I've got friends in heaven, don't you? We've all got family in heaven. Oh, praise God. We get to see our loved ones again. I've got grandparents in heaven. I haven't seen in a long time. And I surely miss them. I've missed them every day. They've been gone. I've got aunts and uncles in heaven. I've got cousins in heaven. I've got a father-in-law in heaven. I can't wait. If I was able to, I'd run a lap right now. <laughs> I can't wait to get to heaven and see the Lord and see all these people. Wife, you'll see that husband again. Husband, you'll see that wife again. Mom and dad, you'll see that child again. Praise God, what a day it's going to be. The angels, the cherubims, the seraphims, the mansion, the heaven, heaven itself, the saints of God, our friends, our family, our loved ones. But oh, in closing, on these days, we're going to get to see Jesus. (laughs) Oh, my soul. We sing about him, don't we? We sing about him all day this today and every service we sing, we sing about him. We pray to him. We read about him. We share the good news about him to others and with others. What a wonderful thing it is to know that there'll be no more hoping to see him. There'll be no more wishing to see him. There'll be no more longing to see him. There'll be no more waiting to see him, but glory to God. We're going to actually get to see the Lord Jesus Christ face to face. The song says, When my life work is ended and I cross the swelling tide, when the bright and glorious morning I shall see, I shall know my Redeemer, when I reach the other side and his smile be the first to welcome me. I shall know him. I shall know him. And redeemed by his side, I shall stand. I I shall know him. I shall know him by the print of the nails in his hand. The song also says I dreamed that I went to heaven. All oh, the sights I saw and I don't remember all the words. Saw Moses and Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all oh, I just wanted to see the one who died for all the Lord Jesus Christ. Many many years ago and I think I've shared this before but I think it's applicable tonight or this afternoon brother Maurice Gurgis a missionary to Lebanon out of our church we supported for years when brother Williams was pastoring here and brother Lejeune was a school principal and brother Gurgis he spoke in chapel upstairs in the youth room to the Christian school kids and teachers and he did not speak very good English at all so he spoke in Lebanese and his wife interpreted for him and I remember Some of what he said, but mostly I remember one statement he made. I've never forgotten. This has been a long time ago. uh, He said all of this, and he meant everything here, the whole earth, our lives, our jobs, our assets, our possessions, all the things that we take so much stock in and spend so much time and effort involved in. He says all of this, all of this, is a dream and he paused and he said heaven is reality folks you know what heaven is it's our home it's our home I thank God for the home I have my wife and my children as they grew up in our home and of course they grow up and they move away and then they come back understand some of that but but I thank God for our home but oh this is not really my home it's not your home praise the Lord we get to go to heaven and that's going to be our home and all of this at that time will be I believe like brother Gert said a dream you ever had a dream that you remembered so much when you first woke up it was, it was real to you. It was, it was vivid to you. You could maybe talk about it. But as the moments went by and the minutes and, and hours went by, maybe the day went by, now you can't remember anymore. It's gone. That's what heaven's going to be like. The Bible says the former things Amen. are passed away. Yes. Hallelujah. Now, if the Lord were to come right now, and by the way, he could, We believe in the imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ. That means any minute, any moment the Lord Jesus could come. We could hear the trumpet sound. And we're out of here. I just want you to know if that happens, Brother A.J. will take over the service. (laughs) Sorry, brother, it's your birthday, so I had to say that. But no, hopefully every one of us in here, this will be an empty building. This property will be empty. All these vehicles will be left out here in the parking lot that we're paying notes on, amen. We left the Antichrist handle all that stuff, okay? But it's really going to happen. Are you ready for it to happen? Do you know that you know that you know that you know that you've been saved? That you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ and him alone? We read in John chapter 14, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Preacher mentioned it earlier. There's no other way to heaven except through Jesus. Dr. Lacey used to come here and preach, and he would say that you can get baptized so many times that the frogs know your Social Security number, but you will not go to heaven based on baptism. You go because you put your faith and trust in Christ. Are you ready that way? Number two, Christian, are you ready to meet the Lord? All of us want to hear, don't we? Well done, thou good and faithful servant. I want to hear that. I don't know that I will. I, I honestly think I probably won't. And I'm not just saying that. I mean that. I wish I was a better Christian than I am. But I sure would like to hear it. Well, let's do something about it. Let's let's live the kind of life, as preacher mentioned earlier, a life that honors and pleases and glorifies the Lord every single day. Let's look for opportunities to witness. They're there all over the place. It's like he had to do that with the... Xfinity guy on the chat <laughs> they're there for us too in other ways let's bow our heads are you ready to meet the Lord on well, these days this reunion is going to take place we're going to be with Jesus we're going to see him the only thing we'll be able to do I think is fall prostrate at his feet what a wonderful moment it's going to be when he hands out the crowns and will get the crowns maybe some of us maybe all of us will get crowns and then we realize we don't deserve these crowns and we cast them at the feet of the Lord he's the only one worthy this afternoon with our heads bowed and eyes closed let's pray and then we'll have the invitation Father help us now thank you for what we have to look forward to help us to realize that heaven is a real place Lord, just like hell is a real place. But Lord, if we're saved, we're going to be with you for eternity. Help us to be ready. Help us to look forward to that great reunion day, that homecoming day. Lord, work in our hearts now. In Jesus' name we pray. Our heads are bowed and stand, stand to your feet, if you will. The instruments begin to play. Maybe you just want to come and thank God for heaven. That's enough to come to the altar for. To say, Lord, thank you for saving me. Thank you for writing my name down, the Lamb's book of life. Thank you, Lord, that one of these days I'm going to spend eternity with you. That's worth coming to the altar for by itself. Do you know for sure that you're ready? Have you been saved? Do you know that? Christian, are you living for the Lord like you ought to? Is there something in your heart and life that shouldn't be there? The Lord knows what it is. Would you come make it right with Him? There is coming
1: a day. There is coming a day. When no heartache shall come. Amen. No more clouds in the sky. No more tears to dim the eye. All is peace forevermore. Let's sing the chorus
0: with Brother Zach, can we please? What a
1: day that will be When my Jesus I shall see And I look upon his face The one who saved me by his grace me through the promised land. What a day, glorious day,
0: that will be. Let's do that chorus again, can we please?
1: What a day that will be. When my Jesus I shall see. When I look upon his face. The one who saved me by his grace. When he takes me by the hand and leads me through the promised land. What a day, glorious day that will be.
0: Amen. Father, thank you so much. Help us now. Lead and guide us as we dismiss in just a moment. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Brother AJ.
1: Appreciate that, Brother Gary. We do have one announcement. Remember, right after the service this afternoon, uh, in the fellowship hall, there will be some baked goods for sale. This goes towards the seniors and their uh, senior trip, So don't forget to check that out. And uh, Brother Zach can come dismiss us so we can take a nap. Actually, I have one more announcement before then. Yeah, one more announcement. Yeah, there was actually two. So, okay, tomorrow uh, there's the uh, ladies' meeting. There's one at 1130 and one at 6. And apparently it is a soup swap, so bring your favorite soup to share. And then you can bring some home for later as well. So that was an announcement that needed to be made as well. So ladies' meeting, that's one at 1130 and 6 o'clock tomorrow. Okay, let's sing Victory in Jesus and then go take a nap. Here we go. Oh, victory. beneath the cleansing flood.